Welcome back to another episode of Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. I'm your host, Wes. And I just put my hand in some Nutella. That's wow, unfortunate. Sure? Why is there just loose Nutella on your desk? Well, what kind of operation guess, are you running over there? I'm running a pretty good one. I got my nice cup. I got some. Like I got some coffee here. I got some Nutella on toast. And, you know, we'll just jump right into it. We're going to jump into a weird food combo. Uh, this is something that I thought about that we should do is do random food combinations to find if not necessarily ones that are like more popular, but like just random things like yeah. food in the house or whatever. Like everybody, everybody knows that pizza and ranch is a great combination, but we're going to explore some more obscure things than that. That we and have. it's nine o'clock in the morning, and so three a.m. I got toast with Nutella and a pickle, a pickle, and we're gonna put that eating... on the, on it. Why? And we'll see. Well, there's a lot like there's a uh, pickle. Uh, they do people do like uh, I believe it's like pickle. Um, 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 peak, and pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, hmm. Maybe like chocolate and pickle would be like, no, nope. okay, because like the I'm pickle peanut butter is not bad. Call so it like, right now, that's gonna be nasty. What uh, what kind of pickle is it? Uh, just typical dill. Dill. Dip, okay. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna sphere. be foul. I love pickles, though, man. Like, I don't think I've ever eaten a pickle before noon before, but move that's away from the mic so I don't have to hear you eat it. <laughs> oh, did that pick it up? I heard one crunch, and that was enough for me. <laughs> You know, the real disappointing thing about pickles sometimes is they're not crunchy, and this one's kind of like I hate a soft pickle, dude. I know it this one's kind of soft. Sit. If they if they like sit in your fridge for too long, they get soft. Hmm. These what must have pickles, been here for me. What kind of what kind of pickles do you buy? Oh, uh, you buy the Vlasic? Uh, I think typically Vlasic, yeah. I mean, Vlasic, gotcha. I get the I get the big tub at Costco. It's like <laughs> like. Dave's real good pickles or some shit like that. It, they're really, really good pickles. Is it the big mama ones that are like thick and like no, you know they're like I mean? they're like <laughs> they're like crinkle cut chips. Oh, I'll, okay. Later, I'll go look at um, I'll go look at the jar uh later, and then I'll text you the name of them, or I'll talk about it on the next episode or something. But all right, I got I'm tacoing it. All right, I'm gonna taco this, and I also use the I use the butt of the bread too. Yeah, got to. <laughs> The worst the piece of bread for is a piece of toast. All right. Here we go. Good luck. Also, I know I said it last episode, um, but this time it's really true. I do apologize for the way that I sound. I am sick. Okay, he's not making disgusted faces. Just no, kind of looks good. It's good. Is it good? Yeah, like the chocolate bring like kind of like masks the like pungentness of the pickle. It makes it like. I don't know. That's actually really good. Not something gonna, I would eat normally, but like that's not a bad one. I'm gonna tell you honestly, Bailey. I straight up don't believe you. <laughs> well, it, sounds, it just sounds so awful to me. Yeah, I know. Um, that's that's why it's a weird food combo. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll try that later. Maybe I'll do that for maybe, lunch. Pickles and Nutella. maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe I should. Um, the weird food combination that I wanted to talk about is something that I've been doing since I was a little kid. I have no idea why I do it, but it kind of makes sense. I didn't do it today because I couldn't be bothered to make pancakes. Um, but I will take a plain pancake, not a blueberry one, not a chocolate one, just like a plain pancake. 
and I will shred a uh, sharp cheddar cheese on top of it and melt it, the cheese on top and eat it that on a pancake. It's just like cheese on a pancake. It's really good. Um, I could see like, like, the, like the, the sharp, like tangy, salty cheese with like the sweet and fluffiness of the pancake. It works. It plays well together, surprisingly. So I, if you're feeling adventurous and want to, you know, try that. I could see like uh like a ricotta working in a pancake, but like sharp cheddar's a little out there. Yeah, I mean, we never had like th- it's just because like this is what I would do as a little kid. Yeah, is I would just put sharp cheddar on it because we always had it in the house. Um, Aren't you lactose too? <laughs> I am lactose intolerant. Yeah, that didn't develop until I was probably nineteen or twenty. Well, well, um, it it's probably late. from putting all the probably put from putting all that cheese on all those pancakes you eat. Honestly, yeah, I also <laughs> when I was like I used to drink a lot of milk. Like tons oh, of milk. So milk's probably... so gross. You're gross. Hate, milk is. Good. I hate. I hate milk. Um, that's fair. I don't. I don't blame you. Uh, do you have you ever tried? Uh, maybe we've talked about this before, but have you ever tried uh, cheese on an apple pie? I have actually. Yeah. Um, I did. I my, like it. My grandpa does it. I kind of like it too. It's. Yeah. It's like you put you put like a um, like a craft single, like a slice of American cheese, and melt it onto an apple pie. Put yeah, it in the yeah. for like thirty seconds. It kind of, it's kind of, it kind of works because especially with American cheese, because American cheese is so mild, it adds this like minor, this very light salt thing, and then mm-hmm. just like some creaminess to it. Yeah, I was going to say pretty, the cream. Yeah, the creaminess is really what does it for me. Yeah, I love, I love a nice, I love a nice creamy uh, apple pie. Apple pie. Oh. Here's another weird thing that I do um, that Heather pointed out to me because I never think of this as being weird. It's another breakfast thing that I do. Um, but I'll, like, make myself breakfast, like, eggs, bacon, or I prefer sausage over bacon, um, and a piece of toast. But instead of putting butter on my toast, I do a thin layer of mayonnaise on my toast. I've heard that. Um, Brandon's dad, when he – I guess he makes the best deep-fried chicken tenders anybody I guess all chicken. Well, I guess not all chicken tenders are deep fried, but like, um, good ones are. Yeah, I guess he uses like the one of the binders for like the, uh, for um, the breading or whatever is uh, he uses mayo. Yeah, and I, I guess it's amazing and it changes everything and it's like. I mean, Brandon swears by him. Mayonnaise is delicious, so yeah. you know, especially that vegan mayo, best on the market. Never tried me. vegan mayo still. It's. It's top notch. It's way better. I, I I like it a lot more. Right on. Well, I'll have to try that. I'll have to try. You got to get some uh, plant based ranch too. That's that's what it tastes way it tastes way better too. Hidden, Hidden Valley has a really good one. How do you uh, how do you feel about Miracle Whip? Um, I think it should be uh, thrown in a landfill. I agree. I think it's, <laughs> uh, I think it is absolutely gross. Uh, Heather loves it, so we always have it in the fridge. I think it's foul. I don't think there's a worse condiment out there than Miracle Whip. I can't th- if there is, I can't think of it off the top of my head anyways, but I mean, uh, I mean, I don't think it's the worst one. I mean, it's pretty there's... goddamn bad. It's not the best. I actually grew up on it a little bit, but um as I got older, the less and less I like. I think I liked it more as a kid, but like as I'm like as I got older, I've de- I probably haven't had it in like 7 years to be honest with you. That's fair. That's fair. But... I haven't had it in a long time. It's just so sweet. Yeah, do, you know what? You know what's the best thing to pair up with mayo? I do not. French fries. I think it's. French fries. 
I, I think, think we it's, talked about that before, but it is have a, we? Like a, yeah, it's a really good combination though. The 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 Europe's know how to the Europeans know how to do it. <laughs> the Europe's the yeah, Europe? Yeah. <laughs> Belgians, man. I think the it's a Belgian. Belgian thing. It's a Belgian thing. That make that sounds right. I almost threw it at UK, but that that doesn't seem right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Belgium. I could be I could be entirely wrong. Um, I can't be bothered to fact check myself at every turn. If I'm wrong, send us an email at dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail. It does work. It, it does, does work. work. Did you know what Heather sent? Uh, no, I didn't because I made a point. She okay. <laughs> She wanted to ask me, she was like, hey, I have something for you guys to talk about on your podcast. And I was like, send me an email. Don't tell me what it is. <laughs> she sent the email. And then for some reason, our email isn't like, it. we just never received her email. And I checked, made sure she sent it to the right thing. Um, so whatever that ends up coming to fruition, <laughs> we'll, uh, we can, we'll uh, talk about her topics, but. You uh, can uh, shoot, ask her after this episode. We can talk yeah, about it next one, but. I'll show um, it right now so I don't forget. I'll do it later. But yeah, no. Um, I sent you a text yesterday of a picture of some of the best Korean food I've ever had. Yes, it looked so good. It looked really. It looked like really good Korean food. Where did Let you get that? So I, uh, I went over to Brands last night. Uh, we had a uh, nice trivia night out on the town last night, and um. I Uber eated some food to his house before I got there, so I would have some dinner. And it was from Kimchi Box. And um the thing I ordered is called a pop bop. I don't know if that's like a just their thing or if it's an actual dish, but okay. it was so good. It had like like this chicken on top with their this their sauce. It was called Korean sassy sauce. Interesting. It was so good. It had like a sweet and spicy flavor to it. And then they had on so that was the top layer. Then under that they had they had these like weird noodles though. Um you probably didn't know what they are. They're like clear. Do you know what those are? Uh like, yes. Those are um I don't know the Korean name for them. Is it Japche? Japche. Yes, it's Japche. Yep. And they're made or, out of like bean uh bean sprout protein. That's, that's, made out of it's something like right. that. Those were that was my first time ever having those. Yeah, that I'm was really good. Japche, honestly, <clears throat> really. Then so I had the chicken, the japche. Then I had a some of the nicest crisp lettuce I've ever had, and like it was like perfect. Every piece was like crunchy and it wasn't leafy. Nice. And it was it was just perfect. And then under that I had a nice bed of rice, and it was so good. It was I, that sounds delicious. It was some of the best Korean food I ever had. Then I also got a uh, barbecue tofu taco. That mm. on the that on the other hand wasn't the best because like I like my tofu like crispy. I do too. I like and that tofu. that that they just they gave two blocks of like tofu and it wasn't like really like crispy. It was more of the sponginess kind of to it. Yeah. Also, uh, quick point of order. I did just look it up. Japche is a dish made with uh, glass noodles. Is what those glass are. Glass. They're, they're made out of mung bean starch. Mung bean. I've, I think I've had mung bean before <clears throat> in a different like, uh, thing. Maybe when I'm on the setting. weird eats. Maybe it's something on the weird eats. I got it. But no, the Korean sassy sauce. I mean that that was good. That was good. But Sounds kimchi delicious. box, man. That was some of the best Korean food I've ever had. Shout out kimchi box. Never heard of it before. Kimchi Lansing. Let's go. Um, oh, it's like a local thing. Okay. I, I, 
I, I think so. I, I, that's the uh, only first time ever. I, that's the first time I've ever even seen it on there. And I told Brandon last, and I was like, I'm only going to order a kimchi box on Uber Eats now. And it wasn't like terribly yeah. expensive either. Like you got a lot of food like that, 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 but it was a bucket. And yeah. that was like only like $11. And I was like, that wow, was like a lot of food. Not, that's not so bad. No, it wasn't. Um, <clears throat> uh, but that brings me to another point. Sure. I, I'm a firm believer now. I think Korean food is the best food around the world. Like really? Whole. Yeah, I'll say sushi is my favorite food, but like as a, like a whole, I think Korean like a, food is like my... a food like a food culture. Yeah, I think it, Korean food is like the best. Okay. Uh, are are there like particular dishes that make you say that or? Uh, well, this this one really general is... this one really did it for me, but like um. I think they do their chicken right. Everything like chicken based and their like food is like so good and they never no. miss. They also do the Korean cheesy corn, which I know we've talked about on the show before, but like it's a delicious thing. Also, Korean barbecue is really good. I'm a big fan of uh, bibimbap and uh, uh, buddha jjigae. I'm a big fan of. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I think I'm going to make buddha jjigae for lunch today. It's like the Korean army stew. It's like hot dog and spam. And like a spicy broth with like noodles and American cheese on. All right, and we're back. Um, what were you saying? You're gonna make? Sorry, before you got kicked. Oh, I'm gonna make a buddha jjigae. Buddha jjigae. The yeah, Korean army stew. So it's like uh, kimchi and hot dogs and spam like fried up together with like a spicy broth and noodles. It's like a super popular uh, soup in uh, in Korea. Oh my god, that I'm a huge fan. That of sounds that. so good. You're probably, it's it, really, it's honestly going to probably clear your sinuses out. It's probably going to make you feel better. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping for. Because I had a, this morning for breakfast, I had a um, soup dumplings for breakfast. Soup dumpling? Do you know what time it is? Have you ever had <laughs> Yeah. It was, well, it was when I made my soup dumplings this morning, my Xiaolun Bao, it was uh, 8.30. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. Man, I, don't, I don't. Dinner for breakfast. I don't give a shit what time it is. I'm gonna eat whatever. Yeah. You the you embrace point. the name, don't you? I do. They were tasty though, and you know I'm here. I'm, I'm home by myself, so nobody can judge me except for you. Well, to be fair, I did eat a, a piece of toast Nutella with a pickle on it this morning. So here we are. Yeah, <laughs> oh, just made the most disgusted looking face. Uh, the weird food combos. I mean, you really can't go wrong with them, in my opinion. You can go so 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 wrong. Um. Yeah. You know, I was uh, I was thinking that when I was like preparing this delightful dish this morning, that uh, you can, I not you can. Uh, I think it's harder for me to eat, I mean, drink weird things than it is to eat weird things. Interesting. Like, do you do you have that same feeling? Like, if it's like. Like interesting, like weird soda flavors, like drinking butter soda. Like we've tried yeah, a bunch like of like I soda. I find that stuff like harder than it is to like if I were to eat pig lips, you know, um, pickled pig lips. Like it's like I I have the opposite actually. Really? I think I have the opposite. Really? Right? Yeah, it's been a while since I've had a bizarre beverage. Hmm. Um, I guess it's also been a while since I've eaten anything out of my comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I mean. No, I just, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> My brain's not working too good. Yeah, I I find that being able to, 
like just looking at a liquid in a bottle or whatever and seeing it's a different color than like another liquid that doesn't turn me off as much as like looking pig lips is a good example like look being able to look at that in the jar and see the texture of it and everything like kind of makes me a little more uneasy than just looking at a liquid well i think maybe it might be because like let's use the butter soda for example like <clears throat> i think because it's like made artificially that they overpower the flavor with it so it's not like the legit natural flavor so it like it kind of like makes it more of a worse experience because like I, that's that's fair. i think that might be like the main reason behind it because like i could eat a piece of butter granted i i won't enjoy it but like <laughs> sure. but you might like it better than butter soda. yeah i mean i most definitely will butter soda butter soda tastes like drinking the it's like putting your mouth under the butter dispenser in a movie <laughs> it's like that but like by on that same note though they do the same thing with like grape soda and like cherry flavored things like they take that that flavor and push it to the extreme Whoop, jesus and they push it to the extreme so that it's like this super intense experience so this i mean the same thing happens with the butter soda but i like grape soda and i like cherry stuff and i like yeah know, but those are like appealing and good tasting things versus like well, those yeah. are like natural things that should like well, that are made into like a drink but not i've not like flavor natural but like yeah that's what i was gonna say is they take they take this thing and they have this artificial flavor for it similar to the artificial butter flavor from the butter soda or any other gross soda flavor like ranch or bacon or whatever and they take that and they just like hyper concentrate it um but for some reason, some of them are good and some of them are Have you been to, um, <clears throat> James Matthew and I went, have you been to Rocket Fizz before? I have, yeah. We have one here in, uh, in Kalamazoo. Actually. That's a, I, I need to go Fizz. back. That place is so cool. It's a cool it's place. It's so cool. They have, I got a, last time I went there, or not last time, but the time before that, I got like a jalapeno green apple soda. It was really delicious. See, I see every, I, there's, um. I see jalapeno in a lot of different things, especially like in breweries. They're using them more and more. Yeah. Or like, uh, and honestly, that spot, like heat drinks are very off-putting to me. Really? Yeah. Like, I, like I don't want to taste a jalapeno when I'm drinking something. That's fair. I I really enjoy a spicy drink. Really? Like, yeah, something about it just makes me it makes me want more of it. You know what I mean? It's it's fun. I want it's exciting. More! <laughs> i do i do want more i want a spicy beverage right now i have some really strong cinnamon tea that i'm gonna go make after cinnamon day, tea yeah some cinnamon tea i'm trying to clear See, my sinuses out and wake myself i don't up. like cinnamon things either like uh i don't usually love cinnamon like it's not my go-to i like it i guess i like um legit cinnamon but like i don't like uh like those fireballs i don't like hot tamales i don't like uh, hot tamales suck. And then I don't like red hots or like all that stuff. Like cinnamon yeah. candy. Cinnamon candy. Cinnamon candy sucks, dude. None of it's good. No. Don't add, I don't want to get a million texts from my friends either saying that like, oh, you're an idiot. Cinnamon candy's good. Because I got several about the Bloody Mary thing I talked about. Really? Yeah. I had some people text me very upset that I don't like Bloody Marys. What are they? Degenerate? Shout out, uh, shout out Caleb. Go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> Bloody Mary sucks. <laughs> Shout out Caleb. Yeah. You're just now you now you're fun. fueling the fire. Now they're really gonna text you now. Yeah, really. Oh man. Now, James 
James is flaming me for improper audience engagement. Yeah, I guess you're right. Improper okay. engagement. <laughs> uh, I apologize for my behavior. Um, it's the day quill. I apologize for absolutely nothing. Yeah, maybe for that accent. I love, I love um, a nice foreign accent, like a a UK. Mm. I like a good one. No, um, I like the boys across the pond. Bailey, hey, I don't. You do a lot of eating. I don't know how much cooking you've been doing lately. Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite like kitchen gadget? Mm. Like um, for so for for example, my my favorite and I think the most useful kitchen gadget that I own is a garlic press. It's this little container, and you put a clove of garlic in it and smash it, and then it comes out like perfectly minced. Because like mincing garlic is kind of a pain in the ass, especially if you're doing a lot of it. So I just throw cloves of garlic into this thing and smash them, mm-hmm. and then I have like perfectly minced garlic. So that's a pretty useful kitchen gadget. Um. Do you have a gadget like that that you really love that you like always reach for <clears> when you're making something? Or um, I would say <laughs> that I would say this <laughs> my most useful oh one and the one I Slap chop. the one, what Slapchop? No, the one that I use Thank the God. most. I don't know if this is gonna count, but an air fryer. I just air fryer. I think an air fryer is a pretty. I good think one. that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. that was one of the most revolutionary kitchen items ever invented. I think. I totally. Because I, I don't I, use an oven. I don't remember the last time I used an oven. Like, it's yeah. so nice, and I think the food tastes better anyway. I think a lot of times it does. I think it depends on uh, the application. I don't. I like using my air fryer for like reheating things or cooking like frozen food. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like actually making something, I'm nine times out of ten I'm using the oven. I don't know why. That's just the way that it is because I'm more confident with my ability to use the oven, I guess. But I mean, at the end of the day, the air fryer is just—it's just an oven. It's a convection oven that sits on your countertop. Yeah. That's really all it yeah. is. Well, um, I like it. Co- which, well, do you guys have to preheat your air fryer? No. I don't either. Like I've—I know. Uh, I know there's some out there that you have to preheat, and I'm like, yeah. it's like, why? That's kind of defeats yeah, the purpose. Yeah, no, but like, because right? like with the oven, it just takes so much longer because you got to preheat, and you yeah. cook, and then you eat. But with the air fryer, you just cook, and it's just super more, a lot True. more convenient. I, I will say, I can't fit a whole pizza in my air fryer though. So you got to do a personal pan. You got to do a personal pan pizza. I don't even think I could fit that in my air fryer. I have a pretty small air mm. fryer. I will say, though, my air fryer does have a dehydrator setting that I am desperate to use. Mm. I'm very excited to try it out. So, I'm going to go turkey hunting this year. And, whoa. And, um, <clears throat> I'm going to have to bring some turkey or turkey over to you when I get a turkey this year because I will yeah, make some turkey. Yeah, because I hear, like, wild game turkey isn't as good, obviously, as, like, farmed turkey. Sure. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of reasons why behind it, but, like, um... I hear I hear a lot of like turkey hunters. They like to uh, jerky their uh, turkey with wild. That wasn't it. Wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> they like to the jerky their turkey. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I mean, I have, I don't think I've ever eaten wild turkey. I don't think I've so either. I have no idea if that's true. I'm hit him right in the gobbler, though. So hit him right in the gobbler. Um, oh God, just falling apart over here. Oh, I apologize. He's, he's disintegrating. Um, so I want to do something that you suggest all the time. Uh, I want to do a tier list. Oh, I love you know I love except, a nice tier list. Except what's going to happen is you and me are going to work together. Oh, we're going to build one. List. Okay. We're going to build a tier list together. I right? like we're this. We're going to decide where everything goes on this tier okay. list. Um, and the tier list we're going to do, uh, we're going to do breakfast meats. Okay. Right? So we got like bacon, sausage patties, sausage links, ham, country fried steak, things like that. You know, any kind of meat that you would eat for breakfast. Mm, okay. Well... Is country fried steak technically like a breakfast, like, like a legit breakfast meat, or is that just like a, a breakfast meal? The only time I ever because the only time I ever get it is for breakfast, and it is meat. Yeah, but, but it is different though. You're right. You don't but, get it as a yeah. I, I, when I think of breakfast meat, I guess I can look at like a meal, but I guess like you can get like a bacon, egg, and cheese, but it still seems like not the same as like you know, like a country fried steak seems a little. Yeah. Like it's its own little category. Like that's like a breakfast. That, that feels like a breakfast meal, not like a breakfast meat. You're you're totally right. It is it is in its own category. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So Ooh, side start. note. So we won't we won't do that. Side one. side yes. note. Uh, I saw this. I think it was on uh, Instagram or one of my socials. This company makes these, like basically like, breakfast sausage brats in a sense. But in the casing, it's uh, breakfast sausage, eggs, hash browns, um, and I think maybe one or two more things. All in, in the in, all in like sausage. Yeah, casing? and it looks so good. Like how that sounds awful. What? <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yeah, that sounds. Nasty. It's like your breakfast. You get like breakfast sausage and eggs and a biscuit and gravy, like all blended up and put into this sausage. Yeah, casing. I mean, it's just like a. Almost, it's like soy it's like an omelet in your just in sausage form. No, oh no, and and they put maple that, syrup in it. That's what it was. So it's like that's, so it's like that. I don't want eggs. I don't want eggs and maple syrup in the same place. Oh really? That is absolutely a deal I breaker. love yep. when the maple syrup kind of touches the Heather, eggs. She, mm. Yeah, Heather goes out of her way to pour syrup on her eggs. Honestly, I I, I just, like it more than ketchup on eggs. To be honest with you. Oh, like have you? Had, I don't like anything. So, on my egg. I just like hot so, sauce. so you don't like a McGriddle. Because those are those are syrup pancake buns. Fair point. That is a good point, actually. I do go back and forth on a McGriddle. I had one recently. There was a McDonald's I went to that did a chicken McGriddle, so it was like yeah, the, yeah. the McChicken patty, um, which is so good. So I love eating fried chicken for breakfast, um, and it was tasty. The only issue I have is that the McGriddle leaves this like weird texture in your like mouth. the roof of your mouth yeah. or whatever has like a yeah, like a yeah it like. It's like almost dry yeah. in a way. I that's really unpleasant. I bet if you made your own, it wouldn't be like that though. I think you'd have a better experience. I bet you're right. Okay. I bet you. Let's right. do this bit. It'd probably be pretty difficult to make your own, but well, um, it's just pancake. You could just do like small pancakes and put dollops of syrup in it. Yeah, you. Could, I mean, it'd be this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you would like keep this because with the with the McGriddle, we're we're abandoning the tier list. We'll do it later. <laughs> so, the McGriddle has these like little 
squares of syrup. Like you can see them, these little blobs. Yeah, I think. In the well, I've seen like bread. people just make homemade ones, and they just get like those, uh, you know, kind of like those egg things you can put in your pan. That's like a circle, so it's not like going everywhere in your. Oh, like a ring yeah, mold. yeah. They yeah. ring mold it, and they just put the pancake batter in it, and then they just drop like syrup dots dots in it. Oh, they just put and then then they just flip it, and then it just with like stays with oh. like molded in there. So odd. Have you ever made those or had those, uh, like Japanese souffle pancakes? No, I have not. No, the ones that are like they're like super duper tall and really fluffy. No, but I've seen them. No, oh my god, they're good. I know how to make them. I can show you how to make them sometime. They're really easy. Um, basically, you go to make you make regular pancakes, except you separate your eggs and you whip your egg whites into a meringue and then fold it into your pancake dough. So there's a lot more air in your pancake dough. Um, they're super duper duper good. I haven't made them in probably five years, but they are tasty. Five years. And I don't have, I lost all my ring molds when I moved one of the times I moved, but. R.I.P. the ring molds. R.I.P. R.I.P. the ring molds. Always. He, you, you truly um, hate to see it. You really do. You really do. What do you, you watch cartoons? Do I watch cartoons? This is a weird thing. Do I watch cartoons at all? Um, no. <laughs> no. Not often. You've watched cartoons before, yeah, though, right? Of course. And you've seen cartoons where they have food in them. Of course. You and know, the food always looks better. What do you think the best? <laughs> it always looks so much better. But what do you think the best looking food in a cartoon pizza. is? I mean, it's always the pizza, right? Pizza always looks delicious. In it's like it's just the cheesy's more gooey, and it's just. I don't. I'm gonna look up pictures of cartoon pizza. I don't know why it looks so much better. I don't know, but if you look at our thumbnail, uh, shout out James. He made a pretty cool cartoon pizza. He did make a pretty cool clip art cartoon pizza. Um, yeah, it's like so it's so ooey gooey and I don't know. You also with cartoon pizza, you can't see. It's very rare that you see sauce on it, which might be part of why it looks good i don't know yeah you know you bring up a good point ice cream looks really good too like there is there's a, a scooby-doo episode where they're drinking like drinking or eating like strawberry like ice cream and it, nice that one always sticks in my mind you know you know what it is that looks really good that uh that? is the uh the crabby patties dude oh my god crabby patties are like <laughs> Oh, I like how they do always look so good. The, I like how the Krabby Patty just has like a stiff cheese on it, though it's not melted whatsoever. <laughs> I know they put it on after the fact; they don't melt it into the burger. I was actually gonna say cartoon cheeseburgers, like in general, look really good. I have some vague memories of like seeing people eat cheeseburgers, like cartoon characters, and uh, they just always look delicious. I don't know, man. I wish I could live in a cartoon like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I want to be in there so I can just eat cartoon pizza constantly. Oh, you know what movie really capital like uh shows like really good cartoon food is Rat Body with a Chance of Meatballs. Maybe actually that might be a new one. You were gonna say Ratatouille. I was gonna huh? say Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, I do. It really does. The food in that movie looks beautiful. Like I actually I I found I found this interesting the other day because uh, I I was seeing. I saw a picture of somebody who had made homemade ratatouille and they like stacked it up in that little pile uh -huh. like they do in the movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody had commented on this post and was like, did people actually like stack this up 
like that before the movie came out. And I I started thinking about that because what I've always seen in like old school French cookbooks and like, um, you know, old recipes for ratatouille is it's always served in like a big dish kind of flat, like rustic style, like a stew almost. Hold on, I gotta sneeze. Oh my god, his face exploded. It's everywhere. It's disgusting. Oh, hey. Excuse me. Bless you, though. You can edit that Bless out. You, though. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, but they always serve, like, old school ratatouille is always served as, like, this rustic stew instead of this, like, ornate little stack with the two crossed chives on it. And I think that that movie, whether people realize it or not, kind of, like, had a huge impact on the culinary world as a whole from a cartoon movie about a rat who wants to cook. Yeah. You know? I've never eaten rat, um, 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 um. Ratatouille. Yeah, what? I'm, I'm dumb, dude. Holy moly! I just, Early. I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> You're still working on your first cup of coffee, anyway. Uh, you know, you know what's funny? I only drink coffee in the morning, like at home when we do morning recordings. I don't know what. It, Are you serious? It, you never drink it otherwise? I, no, I just. Why? Well, because I think in the mornings I'm either gone and I just don't have time, or I get up and I'm just super lazy. But like this is like. It's like, in a sense, a motivator for me to have coffee. It's a ritual. Yeah. Sure. Feels... Well, we should start doing more morning records. Though. I do. I do love a morning record. Um, I do too. It's nice. Nice. Even when I'm sick, like this is the time of the day. Even as you know, being as sick as I am, this is the time of the day when I feel the best. It's like first thing in the morning. I'll like wake up. I did my whole ritual of like I made breakfast and I had my my tea. Yeah. My ready to go. I don't drink. I try not to drink coffee when I don't have work, just because like. You don't, don't want to feel a lot of caffeine. You don't want to feel alive. Well, I like feeling <laughs> alive. I've been trying to cut back on caffeine recently, anyways, but mm. that's a whole thing. Mm. What's your, uh, you know, what's your favorite energy drink, though? My favorite energy drink. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I I wish I could say that I don't drink energy drinks, but I drink them quite a bit. I like energy drinks. They're just tasty. I don't. I me personally, um, I don't drink any, uh, except for the prime ones, which you guys don't like, but. Those are gross. I love them. I think, those I are think so they're nasty. so good. The Prime Energy is so I, good. No, I get why someone might no. not like the Prime like electrolyte drink, but like the Energy drink is really good. I'm not a well, fan. I'm not a fan of you, to I be mean, honest with you. And you know, honestly, we... this is our last recording. Goodbye. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Show's done. Show's canceled. Um. Ah, oh, that's a tough one. I really like Peach Red Bull. Peach Red Bull is super duper tasty. Uh, it's a hard one to beat in my mind. Yeah, I, they have they have a fig apple Red Bull that I really like. I've never well. had that one, but I also don't like. Like I said, I barely drink energy drinks, like, but yeah. like when I do, I'm primed up. <laughs> I occasionally go for the um, the oh, this is such a bizarre drink. Monster makes a, I think it's called like extra dry, or something like that. Where it's basically the same amount of like flavor syrup, but half the liquid. So it's just a super concentrated, like very tart drink. <laughs> oh my but god! They do, they do one of those. No, listen, <laughs> it gets better. They do one of those that is a regular sized drink, but it's like nitro, right? So it's got that like nitro flavor, that like super creamy, like little fine carbonation or whatever but it's that really tart 
flavor. Tart, tart and ass. So it's like it's like the monster nitro extra dry or whatever the hell it's called. I don't remember, but that one is good. I like that a lot. And honestly, like monster coffee, the monster chocolate uh, drinks. Those I've are had good. that once or twice in my day. That's not bad. I like them. You know what monster is actually really good is the uh, that... the white one, whatever that. It's like kind of. What? I don't. I actually don't think I've it's ever. It's more had of that. like a tropical, I believe, flavoring. It's not yeah. bad. Not bad. I don't really go for like the zero sugar mm. stuff as much. Right, I'll show you what I've been drinking lately, though. Lately, he opens the fridge. Lately, I've been drinking yerba mate, which I mentioned I think in the last episode. Mm. But it's just a it's a nice iced tea, iced. and it has about 150 milligrams of caffeine per can. Now, so it's the same as like one of these is like two cups of coffee. Um, ish. Touch on tea real quick. How do you like your tea? On a nice depends on the type of tea. Okay, night. Oh yeah, you you're like into tea. I'm big. I'm big. Yeah, on tea. I was I, I, I was gonna I was gonna lead into like, do you like it sweet or not sweet tea? Like just like the base ground, oh, just like ground regular, level tea. <laughs> that's like that's like the well, tea. If you're, talking, if you're talking like a regular like a regular iced tea, which is usually made out of like okay, hot or cold. I prefer cold tea, for the most part. Um. Unless it's like, I mean, there's certain types I prefer hot, but like again, See, I'm a cold tea person. Basic level, I like cold. I love cold. Um, for for iced tea, just like your regular like black tea, iced yeah. tea, uh, I like I like it unsweetened. But if you're talking like a green tea, iced tea, I prefer that sweetened. See, I like, I love, I love sweet tea. iced sweet tea is my go- I love that. Um, have you ever had sun tea though? No, I haven't. Actually, I'm fascinated by the idea. I I haven't had it in so long, but man, is it good! It is. Is uh, it really? What is so? What is sun tea? I kind of. I'm pretty sure. Um, forgive me for my stupidity, but I love it. But I don't know the proper way to make it. But I believe it's like you like basically set your tea bags and water in a sense like out in the sun, and it like bruise itself that way but i could i could be totally wrong let me let me actually look that up i think james is looking it up i saw him get uh, yeah he's looking it up he took a break from playing destiny <laughs> uh i know that's what you're doing james i can see it flashing again it looks it looks like a strobe <laughs> like a strobe it does here james you can unmute yourself and um, inform us on how it's properly brewed if you would like yeah to. please He's just, he's sitting here in his nice comfy robe. It looks super comfortable. <laughs> know, he looks so comfortable. He is working hard and diligent. Oh, he's not gonna talk. He's just gonna send it. Sun tea is okay. brewed in a warm place, such as summer and sun kitchen counter. Uh, you don't have to boil the water like other teas. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you just put the tea bags in it and let it steep in the sun. Yeah, but for like, hours. but like the sun tea I've had was like super sweet and like. Oh, I don't know. I, I, fun story. Fun story time. This one time, oh, me and my neighbor, we, um, <laughs> I don't know how I remember this. We were just like hanging out and then we walked. We have, we, there's like subdivisions around where I live in a sense. And we just walked down a subdivision and some lady had like sun tea on her porch. <laughs> and like Weird. we went up to them and then like they uh, offered us some tea and it was some good tea. 
<laughs> it was like really good sun tea. You just like took tea from a stranger. Yeah, don't don't follow my footsteps. Don't do that. I yeah, I'm a trailblazer. <laughs> but <laughs> that reminds me, I told a story. Oh, it was in it was on one of our lost episodes. I told a story about um the dog treat lady. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, when you said lost episodes, was, I was like, was "What are you one. talking about?" But it was on one of the lost, yeah, yeah, the lost Halloween episode. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> that's funny. I was trick or treating. I was trick or treating. We didn't understand. Yeah, that, that's a different story. I was trick or treating when I was a kid. I was probably like, I don't know, ten ish, ten or eleven. And me and a couple of my friends were like walking around the neighborhood getting dark candy. And there was this woman who would hand out full size candy bars. Uh, so we'd go up to her house. And we're like, you know, oh, trick or treat. And she's like, I'll give you this full size candy bar if you eat this milk bone in front of me right now. And we were like, yeah, okay, sure. So I sat there and I I ate a dog treat and I got a full size candy bar. And then uh, one of our other friends did it as well. And then uh, I thought it was hilarious. We all thought it was so funny. I went and told my parents about it. And they were like, yeah, you're never allowed to go to that house again. Don't ever go back to that lady's house. That is so weird that she made you, like... And now that I think about it, as an adult, you know... Like, yeah, that lady just wanted to watch a kid eat a dog treat in front of her. That's pretty strange. <laughs> it is kind of funny. And I don't think it was, like, intended to be harmful or weird. No, but honestly, that, um... Good prank. She got me good. But, uh, no, honestly, that's, like, a fun little thing. Like, honestly, like, I saw... I see yeah. no harm in that. No harm. I don't know. Fall. She, you know... So questionable. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, so, so what, James? James, what you're saying is it's fine if you make your own kid eat a dog treat, but if you make other, okay, yeah, all right, that's what I thought. If you make other people's kids eat dog treats, that's not okay. Gotcha. Well, there you go. How about you have some fun? It's you know, yeah. Think of the alternatives. It could be worse. They could be putting razor blades in. <laughs> they could. They could be doing razor blades. I wouldn't eat a razor blade for a piece of candy. Mm-hmm. No, I would not. I wouldn't no, want to turn into the that, Joker. Not that I'm the Joker, baby. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Let's do that tier list that you were. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Writhing about. Um. Okay. So, what breakfast meat? There's not that much breakfast meat. Uh. Are we considering Canadian bacon and ham different? Yes, and then also. Okay, hold on. Let me make a list of breakfast meats. So we got bacon. Ham, Canadian bacon, sausage links, and patties. Um, and then, I mean, if you have a full English, you get blood sausage or black pudding, oh, right? Yeah. I love black pudding. I know you do. I'm not a fan at all. But we've definitely talked about that before, mm-hmm. too. And I mean, there's there's other breakfast meats, like... In the world, right? You can eat pretty much whatever you want. You can eat whatever you want for breakfast. You could have dinner for breakfast, honestly, if you wanted to. Like Wes over here. That's what I did. (laughs) That's what I did. Um, And they were really good soup dumplings, by the way. I was a big fan. Okay. Okay. So, bacon. How do you feel about bacon? Uh, I personally... So, I'm trying not to uh, bring in, like... Outside, because like I feel like bacon is like 
I think we've talked about this before. I think bacon's like overused now. So it's like kind of, it kind of, I'm trying to not to like have its overuse influence like because i'm using it i'm just thinking like breakfast wise not like overall yes just you're you're sitting down you're having eggs toast and whatever meat. um eggs toast whatever meat um if i'm doing yeah, so that in this if it's not like a sandwich or anything i'm gonna put bacon a little lower on the list because i only like really bacon I like in like in bacon egg and cheese um um so i'm gonna put it uh, me personally i would put it are we do how many are we doing like five what do you mean like tier oh, list. no no no. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go like like s through f we're gonna put all of these on on the racket somewhere. okay uh yeah there you go james has it s a b c d so s is the top and then it goes a b c d i, I would put bacon that. at b b for bacon i was also thinking b i totally agree with that yeah all right, uh, ham. Ham is a strong A tier for me. I love a breakfast ham. Ham, gotta say, like thick, thick slice of ham. Ham is not that high up for me, to be honest with you. That's fair. Uh, that's understandable. I didn't think it would. Be. Um, that's why I wanted to throw my hot my uh opinion out there. First. I would. Uh, how how strong how strong do you feel about the ham? I feel I feel pretty strongly. I mean, it's. It's severely underrated, first of all. Nobody appreciates a breakfast ham. But I I find that having a nice like ham steak with my breakfast is pretty pretty solid. I like it better than bacon. I like the texture more. See for ham it's a B or C for me. B or C. I can I can agree with B. That seems okay. fine. Okay. Um Canadian bacon. Uh D. D. I <laughs> Canadian bacon's just my not dad good. loves Canadian like, bacon. I don't. It's not your dad's. Weird. I don't. I don't get it. I, I'm just not. A, shout out Phil. You're weird. Shout out Phil. That's a Matthew call out. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Canadian bacon. Like it works on a sandwich. Like if you get an egg McMuffin, you have you have Canadian bacon. On I think it. Canadian bacon only uh, works on a uh, sandwich with egg whites. I think McDonald's does it right. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I I could see that. I think I, I I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go out of my way to order like in the context of what we're talking about like eggs, toast, meat. Yeah. I'm not gonna get Canadian. Bacon. Yeah, no. I think Canadian bacon is also good on pizza. I don't. That's tough because mm -hmm. actually Canadian bacon kind of sucks on other things, but not by if it, you're if you're eating it by yourself, that's probably the best way to eat Canadian bacon because like it's kind of like more of like a tougher meat in a sense so i feel like it kind of has that weird like mm -hmm. tomato lettuce type thing i was telling, talking about like like it pulls off the sandwich more than like you bite through yeah, it yeah i that's yeah it's got that edge yeah that crisp it's edge that, like, edge that wraps around it. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. All right, bacon uh, in the d <laughs> yeah canadian bacon bad sausage links oh i love sausage links i'm that's like an s or an a i also a, love I, sausage. I'm gonna, I think sausage links s -tier, yeah dude. yeah the i think it's hard to beat the sausage link. Mm -hmm. um, sausage patties, that's like a C tier. Yeah, For agree. some reason, like, having the sausage patty just is not as good. The link has, like, the the casing and everything. It's this nice little, you can eat it with your hand if you yeah. want to. Sausage patty is just not, doesn't do it. Also, I find that sausage patties get really dry. They get dry and they're too thick. Yeah, I, yeah. If I'm doing a yeah. sausage patty, I'd like it to be, like, kind of, like, smash burger style, you know what I mean? Like, thin. Oh, like Ooh. the thin sausage patty is way better than the, your typical thick patty. You're giving me ideas. 
for making breakfast sandwiches. You, oh, yeah, you could. I'm going to buy some. Oh, yeah, you could do. I'm going to make a dope breakfast sandwich tomorrow, dude. You could, like, honestly. What did you do? Smash, you, smash burger sausage you patty? You could bind that patty, put a little syrup in it, dude. It gives it, like, that sweet to it. And, like, some nice American cheese on it with a nice, like, egg and, like, an English. I'll do. I'll get out my tom <laughs> my, uh, I'll get out my tamagoyaki pan and I'll make my nice, like, perfectly rectangular little egg. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, blood sausage. I'm not a fan. Blood sausage is a D tier for me, especially as a breakfast food. That's very unfortunate because it's an S tier for me. So we'll let's compromise and go C. C. <laughs> okay. I just think like in the you know waking up in the morning and eating a blood sausage that's super unappealing. But like to me. it doesn't taste like blood though. That's where like a lot of people get it wrong. Like yeah, it's made from blood and like fats or whatever. But to me, it tastes just like a meatloaf in a sense. Like it's. Yeah, every every blood sausage I've had, or every like you know black pudding or anything of that ilk, um, it all tastes very irony. And I'm not a huge hmm. fan of like organ meat as a whole, which all tastes has that like iron kind of like chewing on a penny, like that sort of flavor. So any time I detect that, I'm very sensitive to it, and I just don't love it. But well, well, that's all the breakfast meats that I thought of. So James, you got any breakfast meats we might have missed? Waiting, waiting. He's shrugging. Waiting. Nope. Okay. Nope. Typing. <laughs> no, he's typing. He's typing. He could just unmute, but he seems really adamant that he doesn't want to do that. He doesn't like hearing his own voice, which he's going to have to learn to I get know, ready because just... we have a mixology episode we're recording later today. <laughs> yes, we're recording two episodes in a day. Big um, day. Big day. I don't think we've. I don't think we've done that before. No, probably not. I think that it's nice for like to do the mixology. Well, we don't we don't have to get into it because it's just like boring talk. But like, yeah. Uh, did we just rank? It's it's. Did we just rank four things? I don't know what you mean. But... Uh, no. We had six. Yeah, dude, count. Okay. Yeah. You, you're, you know what? I don't. I don't appreciate your uh, sass today, James. Yeah, James is being sassy. Jeez. Breakfast meats. How dumb are we? <laughs> Googling breakfast meats. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. What did we forget? Corned beef hash. Oh, corned beef hash. I, I that's uh, S or A for me. Like that. I'll put that in A. I love I corned beef. Love corned beef hash. It is so good. Now this right here has. I don't agree with this. It says steak, but like, I mean, you get steak and eggs. Yeah, but I don't look at like that falls into the same thing as like country fried steak in my mind. What about? Okay, this is this is this is fair. Lox. Oh, lox. I I'm a big fan of smoked salmon. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, like lox with cream cheese and capers and tomatoes. Love it. Yeah. All on a bagel. I see. I'm not. I don't like capers that much, though. I would say that's like a B, because I don't want it all the time. It it can be like it can be pretty aggr pretty aggressive. You breakfast. could. It's a nice like uh once in a while like yeah B B seems proper yeah B seems proper yeah okay okay Let's see now we're cooking now what this one says scrapple what's scrapple similar to liver mush oh Ugh. yeah scrapple is like a. It's like a sausage almost yeah, made excessive, out of. It's um, just use up excessive pork parts in processing a hog. Uh, 
It's like spam. I've never had it before, so I couldn't rank it. But it sounds good, and I know people eat it on a sandwich with grape jelly a lot. Hmm. That's maybe something we're gonna have to look into. Liver mush? Have you ever liver mush? Oh. I don't know what that is, but it sounds gross. Uh, mostly in the Carolinas. It's got. Uh, if it's, I only say that it sounds gross because it has liver in it, so I assume there's liver um, in it. And again, I'm very sensitive to the it's pork liver and meat flavor. with added with spices yeah. and cornmeal sliced in. Uh, mild flavor, considering how strong most liver products can taste. Uh, okay, I maybe I'd be into it because I do like chicken liver. Pate. Often with pepper and sage. Um, it's kind of good actually. Hmm. That sounds like a. F- I like stage. Sounds- stage is a good thing to add to pork products. Um, with this it. one isn't like a uh, for the tier, but how how do you feel about like uh grits? I hate grits. I think grits are nasty. Really? Yeah, I've never had grits that I've liked. I'm when not I went, kidding. I wish I was. I wish I. I could, had grits for but... the first time when I went to Alabama um a few years ago, and um, I loved them. I I I really? like I like grits, but um. Yeah, they're bland. Yeah, they're bland, but like, um, I also don't. I think you can. They don't have to be bland. Like the ones I had were like flavorful, like shrimp and grits. I had and the, like the cheese sure. all in it. Like it was really good. I don't know. I've had like jalapeno cheddar grits before and stuff like that, and they're always just so bland. Really? Like I went to, uh, yeah. I don't know what the place was called actually. It was some like kind of like fancy like breakfast place in Tennessee. And they had some really good grits there too. Well, here's here's a question for you. Do you like do you like oatmeal? Yeah, I love oatmeal. Okay, I don't. Mm. So I feel like oatmeal and grits. You same thing. I find right? uh, they're the, they're the same. They're just made out of they're. It's literally the same thing. They're just made out of a different. Grain. Do you like? Uh, you probably don't like cream of wheat, do you? I do not like cream of wheat. Mm. Say so I like cream of wheat. What I do like though, in this same category, is I do really like congee. Which is uh, it's like if you made grits with rice. It's a it's a Chinese or um, I think in Korean it's juk. It's like this soup made out of like rice cooked down with a ton of uh, like chicken stock, huh? And it makes this really flavorful flavorful porridge. Um, it's super good, and you top it with like I always top mine with like fried shallots and like a soft boiled egg, hmm. um, or like a fried egg, a bunch of hot sauce and herbs. It's really tasty. Yeah, no brown sugar cinnamon, James. Yeah, no, that's like, that's so good, so good. I could maybe, I could maybe get into a brown sugar cinnamon oatmeal. It's so good. You gotta eat your maybe. oats, dude. Oats and boats. I don't. I eat, I eat a lot of cereal, like a ton of cereal. Cereal's so pretty good. I'll, I'll get my oats that cereal's way. Cereal's pretty good. Cereal's great. Or banana nut. Banana nut's pretty good. I love banana bread. I love banana. Bread you know what's? Too. We should do a whole episode about cereal sometime. We should do a whole episode about cereal. I love cereal kind of while cool. eating cereal. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Um, I think it's funny that um, uh, we always somehow always circle back to like uh, like Asian food. <laughs> you I and know, I, Asian you food, and I, Asian food rules. Well, you and I love it so much that it's like <laughs> really a do. huge staple to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge. It's a huge part of um my like culinary experience and um like why i took an interest in food in the first place is asian food you can't go it's just like it's so it's all so unique compared to like what we get i think in like the west yeah yeah, no honestly like 
American food's good, but there's so much better. Like I think other countries right. and cultures like uh really embrace other like flavorful spices and everything way more than like the American. Mm. Like like here it goes to kind of like to like um uh like how honestly the white people just suck at spices and like flavorful thing because if you look about it, like the uk white and they like don't flavor they like they just they don't flavor um not flavor uh spice things proper in my sense and like i think that's a like in the u.s that's like a thing too but like um but if like you go over to like to like thailand or like japan or whatever like they just incorporate so many other like spices and everything and it just seems a lot more flavorful experience yeah, and I think I think the James just made a good point. Um, not that point, but the one he made before that about uh, because we because we're around this type of food all the time. When you have something that's kind of out of that sphere, it's recency bias, right? You, like when you're when you're outside of your normal sphere, everything seems much more interesting and like yeah, that's a know, really good point. Exciting. That's a really good point. So like, I mean. I had a similar, like, when I had Ethiopian food for the first time, right? Like, that was a super crazy, exciting experience, and it all tasted so new and interesting. Um, and, like, I don't know. And the first time I had a bowl of, like, tonkatsu ramen, it was the same thing. Like, it was this new and exciting thing. Uh, but if I ate it every single day, you know, I wouldn't really think much of it. Probably. To be fair, you do eat ramen almost every day, though. <laughs> I do eat a lot of ramen. I ate a lot you of ramen. more than anybody I know. I might go. I might go go to my favorite ramen shop for uh for lunch. Today. You might have to. That sounds kind of nice. It does sound pretty good. I have to get some get some carry out. Some carry out. All right, Wes. I think we've yeah, hit almost our hour point. So yeah, I think let's wrap this wrap up, up. Get you all healthy and ready to go for another recording here in a couple hours. So that's the plan. All right. Thank you um, for listening. Be sure to email us at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com if anything you want to hear on the show, any suggestions, all that fun stuff. You can find me at Weird Eats TikTok. Um, anything else to promote, Wes? Uh, spend some time in the sun. The sun's good for you. Yeah, we're not getting sun today. We do need to get some... <laughs> We do need that, James. We do need to set up some social media. That'll be coming soon. Don't worry. I'll do that today. But um, uh, cool. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, everybody. You yep. have a blessed day, and yeah, peace. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>